Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of Our Secret Self, Living with a Mental Illness. This episode, it was difficult for me to record. Not that others haven't been, but it's always been difficult for me to talk about relationships and my depression and what it's done to certain relationships or prevented me from accomplishing in relationships I guess I'll, that's the terminology I want to use. I don't know. I'm going to go with it right now. But this one was, this one was a bit of a struggle and I ended up restarting the recording. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, at least 10 times, uh, somewhere between, between 10 and 15 times because I was trying to, I was trying to get this thought across. I, I had this feeling on my heart that I wanted to get out in the open and get out to you. Because I have a feeling there's people who feel the same way and have gone through the same thing. And I wanted to get this out and off my chest. And it made sense in my head, but speaking it out loud, I I don't know if it made complete sense. So hopefully this episode makes sense to you. Hopefully you find some way of relating to it. Um, Because that's, that's the ultimate goal. But it's something I really wanted to talk about because... In the moment that I was recording it, I was not in a good place. I had had a little bit of a mental breakdown. And it was about relationships because there's somebody that I care about in my life. And I was still at the point where I was having a hard time seeing myself for who I truly am. And this recording also happened before a... I'm going to say a pretty big life event for me that has managed to change my perspective on my depression. I'd like to think that my depression no longer exists, but the scars still do. They're still healing. Um, so when I listened to this episode back, it was, it was, it was difficult for me to listen to because I remember where I was, what frame of mind I was in at the time that I recorded it. Uh, I don't want to give too much more away in this intro because I notice it is getting a little bit long. Um, But I I just want to thank you all for tuning into this episode today. Hopefully it all makes sense because again, it was just something, a feeling I had on my heart that I, I just wanted to get across. It might not make any sense, but I just needed to put it out there in the atmosphere put it out into the universe as it were so again thank you for being here and we're gonna get started on the episode this podcast is for those living with a mental illness and those who want to understand it i wanted to create a space where mental health and illness conversation is normal and in turn expand that conversation to the rest of society in hopes of breaking the stigma Our Secret Self, Living with a Mental Illness, is about finding people you can relate to through shared experiences, finding a way out of isolation, getting some answers to your questions about mental health and mental illness, finding out helpful information about things that can make you feel better, and having a place to talk freely without feeling judged. Every month, we'll talk about mental illness matters with others who live with a mental illness and those in the mental health profession. I'll share inspirational stories and quotes, as well as discuss mental illness topics. My name is Elise Stolinar, and I am so happy you decided to join me today. Let's do this. 
Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Our Secret Self. This one specifically, this episode I have tried recording. I don't even know how many times that I've started talking and gone for a couple minutes and then realized I don't even know if I'm making sense, but I want to get this thought across because it's something that really bothers me and I know it's tied to my mental health and mental illness. I think I've mentioned in some earlier episodes that my depression has gotten better. Just being around family, having a quote-unquote normal schedule, whatever else, that, that's, that's helped. But I still have these moments, these lower moments, and I've noticed them a little bit more recently. Like within the last two months, there'll be these brief but really strong depressive episodes that might last like an hour or two right as I'm trying to go to bed. You know, I'm settling in, lights are off, closing my eyes, trying to clear my thoughts, calm my mind, whatever. And all of this nonsense, these thoughts, these, the voice, whatever, like comes crashing to the front of my mind. I mean, that's been the story of my depression. I think anybody who has depression or any mental illness really knows what I'm talking about when you've got that voice, that intrusive voice, just in the back of your mind telling you things that aren't true, but you can't help but believe it. So I mentioned I've noticed these episodes a little bit more in the last two months or so. And thinking back on it now, I've definitely noticed a pattern that this has happened before. So there is somebody in my life that I do like, I guess we'll call it a crush. (laughs) And I think that's really what has brought that voice back to the front of my mind. For a while, it's been quiet, but it likes to be extra critical when I like somebody because that voice tries to sabotage you. Again, people who live with a mental illness, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I've had this happen before. I've noticed now that I've been thinking about it, it's happened every time that I've liked somebody. And, oh, I hate that voice. I really hate that voice because there's a part of me that knows that I am good enough. But then that voice just sits there and says, you're not. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough or thin enough or fun enough or spontaneous enough. You know, you're boring. You, you, you're too bossy. You're too picky. Whatever. It just constantly wants to degrade you and make you suffer. And I think it's been the driving force for my depression over the years. I I really do. If you're just tuning into this episode for the first time and you've not listened to any other episodes in this podcast, I was a broadcast meteorologist for eight years and I traveled around um, to several different locations by myself. I had, you know, two to three year contracts and for pretty much seven and a half years, I lived by myself. I would take a new job and go to a place that I had never been before. I knew nobody had no roots and it was it was really isolating. And I know that played a big factor in my depression. 100%. Um so that's why coming back to where I grew up and being around family like that has helped tremendously. Tremendously with my depression, but it still has a role to play when it comes to relationships and friendships and just telling me, you know, again, you're not you're not good enough essentially. I mean, there's so many ever, there's so many other things that that voice tells me that I just I wouldn't be able to make it if I if I told you everything that that voice says to me, I'd be 
you wouldn't be able to understand what I'm saying because I'd probably be crying because um, it sucks. But I've noticed that this always comes out when when I like somebody. And I think I came to the realization in, I want to say it was probably episode eight. <laughs> it was kind of a breakthrough moment for me pertaining to my career. You know, I, I had this goal of getting home. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a meteorologist and do the weather on TV in Cleveland. That was my goal. <laughs> and I did it after eight years. I finally, I made it. But I think the consequence was I pushed away anybody and any opportunity to settle down in any other location that I was living in at the time. I know there was somebody I cared about when I was in my first contract, there was somebody I cared about when I moved to Lexington. I think Michigan was a different story. Just you've heard my story from, from Michigan of just how my depression got way worse because of several different factors. So I, I think by that point, like that wasn't even on my mind. I think at the time I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to just get through this contract because um, the job wasn't what I had expected it to be. And location-wise, it wasn't what I had hoped it would be and, and just a lot of different factors. So I'll exclude that relationship part from Michigan because I, I wasn't focused on that. But I think also adopting Biddy in Michigan helped because I at least had her to care for and to come home to and look forward to. She was my she was my companion who kept me sane and honestly kept me alive in Michigan. And then coming home and, and being around family has helped. But then when you catch feelings for someone, am I doing it right? Is that what the, the terminology with the kids say? I know like Gucci means cool or, or something nowadays. <laughs> Anyways, it's it like a Drake song, catch feelings or I don't, I don't know. That's how in touch I am. That's how hip I am, right? <laughs> I feel ridiculous. So... I just wanted to know if anybody else has ever dealt with this too and if you have some type of coping mechanism because I've been trying to cope other ways with my depression but this is the one thing that I can't seem to get past is when my depression just tries to bring down any type of thought of a relationship or friendship or, or whatever and I hate the fact that it, it just defeats me every time. It's one thing that I just, I can't win against. And it's exhausting. And honestly, it's so bad that I've come to the, I've gotten into the habit of just never saying anything to the people that I like. The crush literally just crushes me every time. I think my depression sets me up for disappointment. And it's not like I'd be disappointed in the person. That's not what I'm saying. My depression sets me up for disappointment in the sense that I feel like I will be a disappointment to that person. So then I don't put myself out there. I don't say anything to them. And it's, I don't want to say it was from one time, but there was one time or maybe twice that I actually like told a crush that I actually liked them. And it just like totally backfired. And it makes you never want to say anything again. So unfortunately, I've gotten in the habit of liking people and never saying anything. I just kind of refuse to ever say anything 
because I, my depression has just convinced me that I am going to be a disappointment to them and the whole thing is just going to be a disaster every time. So why, why try? And I know there's people out there who are saying like, why would you not? <laughs> like what, like why, like go for it type thing. But I don't think the people who don't have a mental illness and don't deal with that voice, I don't mean any disrespect. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what we have to deal with and listen to when your whole, your brain is against you and trying to fight you. You're, you're trying to survive and yeah. A normal person would say like, oh, just put yourself out there and, and, and try or whatever. But your brain, that voice has just convinced you that it's not, it's not worth it. That it's just, everything is just going to be a train wreck in the end. So if you have somehow overcome that voice and <laughs> told it to shut up or found some way of making a relationship work with your mental illness... Please share in the comments. You can join the Facebook group or on Instagram. I'm always posting stuff there and you'll see stuff about this episode on there as well. So I'd really love to hear from people if you deal with that crazy voice. I feel like this whole episode has just been like me ranting and sounding so weird. But I hope there's somebody out there who benefits from hearing this and says, oh my gosh, I deal with it too. Or says, yeah, I dealt with that crap too. Here's what I did. Because I just, I just feel like this whole thing is just, it's ridiculous. I hate feeling this way and I don't know why this always happens, but I'm miserable because of it. And in a sense, it's, you know, it's my brain. It's what's telling me all these things. I'm, I'm essentially doing it to myself, but I, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. But anyway, I'm going to stop ranting. So thank you all for, for putting up with me for this episode. I know it was probably a little bit different than the normal thing. Not um not anything, you know, philosophical or insightful or whatever. I just ended up seeing a meme that said something about like, oh, one day it's going to be 11.30 a.m. on a Sunday. You've probably seen this. 11.30 a.m. on a Sunday and you're going to wake up with the love of your life and make coffee and pancakes and everything is going to be all right. And my voice just chimed in there and was like, nope big fat nope you're just gonna be like the crazy cool cat ant forever and a part of me's more or less accepted that <laughs> i think just from all the stuff i've had to deal with for the last eight years and kind of just going it alone it's just easier for me to be like okay yeah i'll accept it as emotional as i still get talking about it and as much as i don't want to accept it it's like okay i'll do that so it's pretty much hot mess party of one right here. <laughs> All right. But really, though, I'm, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you for putting up with me this this day. Thank you guys for always supporting me in this podcast. I really appreciate it. I don't know why I feel kind of comfortable talking with complete strangers about things. Like, I just feel like it's this community of people who live with mental illness and mental health issues. And we all have been through the same stuff. And it's just, it's so comforting to find people who you can relate to. And I, and I re really appreciate everyone who's reached out and had conversations with me. You guys are awesome. I love having you as a part of this group and I look forward to having a less crazy and random and all over the place conversation with you. So take care. I hope you enjoyed today's topic and found something helpful in the episode. If you liked the conversation, be sure to join us in the private Our Secret Self Facebook group to get involved in more mental health and illness related conversations. 
If you think this podcast and Facebook group could help a friend or loved one, go ahead and share this episode with them and invite them to the group. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Thank you for being here today. I look forward to having you join me next time. In the meantime, I want you to take a deep breath, give yourself grace, and believe in the possibility of tomorrow.